Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And it's a Monday on the middle. Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays coming off a very lackluster NFL weekend. <laughs> Bad product, Barrett. Only a couple of good games that were worth even like paying attention to remotely yesterday. Right, right, and right. I'm not even talking about the stupid Dallas-Washington football game. That was awful. Well, you know what? I love watching that defense. I mean. Dallas. Yeah. Dallas deep well, Parsons, unreal. yeah, he's he's good to watch. Yeah, he changes yeah. the game. It's interesting when you get to watch a player that plays for another team wreak havoc with the <laughs> with the entire offense of the opponent. You know what I mean? And you're like, you know what? I just for the life of me don't understand why the management of our team devalues what that guy does. <laughs> right? Like seriously? Did, how did can you they not, not want that? You should be they craving that? that. Right? Yeah. How could you not like that? How, how could you not want to invest in something like that? They put that kid everywhere. I know. And he yeah. wreaked havoc everywhere. Mm-hmm. From, 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 from pass rush to playing at linebacker level. Right. And also in pass coverage. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's funny. Like, do we – when was the last player – I mean, Brandon Graham's a guy that's wreaked havoc and, and has, has had a really good career. But when was the last time – was it Dawkins where a quarterback comes to the line of scrimmage and is immediately like, where is that guy? Absolutely. You know what I mean, I mean, is it Brian, was it Brian Dawkins or was there anybody in between that I'm forgetting? Uh, Cause they know where Fletcher Cox is. I'm not trying right, to right, say right, that he's right, not right. a good player, but I'm just saying like a guy that where they're like, "Uh Oh, I got to know where he is. Cause we got to block him. Right, right. You know what we I mean? And he might we, be over here. He might be over here. I, I you got to find him immediately like when, when was the last time trent cole okay trent that's a cole, long time ago he oh, was drafted what oh five right a very long time I think. ago oh five or oh six i want to say who else would i say that you would have to figure out where they are and that's trent cole's back in the days with the freak also right right yeah um, who they got in free agency yeah but i mean my point is is that it's few and far between 
Right. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. <laughs> they're not game planning anybody from a, a standpoint of the quarterbacks triggered. You know, he's all right. We got to slide to protect. We got to see. We got to right. see where he is. You know, right. They're not saying, oh, we where's where's T.J. Edwards? Uh, where's he at? Right. Right, right. You know what I mean? I'm not saying, <laughs> you know, it's no disrespect to him, but we just don't hardly ever have guys like that on. defense. No, 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 no. We, and it's no. amazing what effect they can have on the football game. I think the only person that you could possibly say right now would be, and it's just in passing situations, is uh, is Slay, big play Slay. Yeah. That's the only guy. You, all right, well, where is he at? Let me figure out where he is. So you know, if, if, the, if we're gonna pass, we got to figure out where he is so we can figure out if we gotta um, you know, go to another receiver. We gotta we gotta right. figure out if we gotta send that safety. You know figure out where the safety is so you know slay's gonna be by himself so we're gonna slide over to that safe that safety over there is they're gonna slide away from him because they're not worried about slay that's the only way that's the only way a, a, an offense is really fearing that mm-hmm. you look at dallas not only did you have to figure out where this rookie is but you also got to figure out where Diggs is Diggs makes plays you got to figure out demarcus mm-hmm. lawrence is right Randy Gregory. Yeah, Gregory made the play at the end of that game yesterday. Yeah. Didn't, he, didn't he was wasn't he a guy that got in there and, and pressure made exactly. the pressure? Yeah. They're getting healthy, man. Yeah, they are. So, you know, it, it it sucks. But you know, I I think that um that offensive line to of the Eagles is the great equalizer. If you can, can run the ball, you don't gotta worry about where 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 um, you know, because I, I I watched that he's not that effective against I mean, um the rookie's not that effective against the run. Mm-hmm. He's not a guy that's going to be dazzling in the run. Pass, he's he's a monster. But against the run, it kind of equalizes his ability to make plays. You put a hat on him, you know, he's not really going to be able to get away from Jordan Mailata. Right. You know, he, he, that's not happening. So, you know, we got to run the ball, and I think that's what we got to do, man. That's, that's going to be the X factor in these games going forward. If we can solidify the offensive line and, and solidify that, you know, the line of scrimmage, there's nothing this team can't do, man. Nothing. Well, now you I'm look not, at. I'm not, oh, go ahead. I, I'm not. I'm not fearing anything else. Not even from the defensive standpoint of you beating our defense. I think the defense is going to be okay. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're not going to stop anybody from scoring a lot of points. But I believe we can score a lot of points with our offense. Now, when, when are you when are you saying that over these next uh, four games? These or next four a, games, a possible yes. playoff game, and what, what's your? Uh... What are, oh, what's I, your I, parameters? My end game right now is I'm standing by it that the Eagles are going to beat Dallas the last game of the year, and that, I think that's going to qualify them for the playoffs. Well, I th- yeah, I, I think there's a very good chance that they're going to be 8-8 eight and eight coming into that game. Yes, yes. I, I think what ends up happening here is they probably find a way to split with Washington. Mm-hmm. And when I say find a way, find a way to lose one of the games. They'll beat the Giants – and then they're eight and eight. Yep. And you got Dallas. And yep. That I guess that's all you can ask for. Sign up for a week week eighteen game against the Dallas Cowboys in your building and for all the marbles. And it'll be almost a win and get in scenario. Right. It might it might be in in you know it might be up to them. You know they may say all right you know if you if you can if they can beat Dallas this last game mm-hmm. I think they're in the playoffs. And I'm I'm saying I went on record, you know, six weeks ago saying they they have the, the formula to beat Dallas. Well, there's they a do. very good chance nine and eight gets you in. I think I think there will be a nine and eight team. 
You know, look at all these teams that are losing. You know, look at all these teams that have the Everybody's same like record. six and seven. Right. <laughs> it's like the, there's like, I think, five teams in the NFC that are six and seven, including the Eagles. Exactly. Exactly. Right? So I'm not, you know, I'm not looking to say anything about, you know, them being the playoff team. I, I really don't care if they make the playoffs or not. I just care about them beating Dallas the last game. And I'm, <laughs> that's all I care about. Right. Because that, that could get you in. Um, yep. Yep. Because then, and then you're probably fish food for either Tampa Bay or Green Bay in the next round on the road, <laughs> which is probably what happens. Right, right. But see, yeah. like I said, well, that's that, all that, right, I guess. <laughs> the big equalizer, that offensive line, man. You never know what an offensive line, you never know, man. Mm-hmm. They're that good. They're that good. And whenever you put them in a place where, you know, you let them fire off the ball, it's, 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 it's incredible, man. Watch this. It's almost like poetry in motion. Watch those guys just beat up on the little guys in front of them. Well, now, did you watch uh, – what What was your, your football habit this weekend? What did you watch? Well, you know, of course I had – I did um, – You had your game, which was yeah, Colorado pretty good, Mines, I guess. School of Mines. Hey, you know, them – them those are some smart kids that play hard-nosed football. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Not a lot of great athletes, but just enough to make that Valdosta team un, uh, uncomfortable. Now, right. Valdosta had all the athletes, man. I mean, talking about all the receivers are like run four threes, four fours. You know, sprinters, you know, six foot three can run like deers. Quarterbacks, you know, he's a short guy, but he's, you know, he's fast as all outdoors anywhere. He runs like a legit four, five, 40. Uh-huh. I mean, and I watched that Colorado Mines team just go out there and just play hard nosed physical ball. Their running back looked like a Tom Raffman. You know, he's oh, yeah? just small. He's just small. He's small. Did he has a neck Raffles. roll. Did he did he wear the neck roll? He didn't, but he oh. should have had it, man. He should have had it. Man. He had the same type of running style. He hits the whole great balance. You know, I mean, that offensive line, you know, just 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 sticking to two guys, driving them back. You know, you see guys, you know, getting chippy, you know, at the end of plays because, you know, Colorado Mines, their offensive line is just trying to just hit, just 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 pummel you at every single play. I mean, it was a it was a great game, two contrasting um styles of play. You know, you know, yeah. it, 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 I built a scenario, you know, throughout the game that all right, expectations is that 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 Valdosta State expects to be there. You know, they're perennial in the Division II championship. They expect to be in the championship game. And then I had this mock, uh, the Mines team. I said, look, these guys, they worked their way there. They deserve to be there. They know that they deserve to be there, and that's why they're there. So I set that scenario up, and it worked out perfectly, man, perfectly. Uh-huh. Tip for tat, strength against strength. You know, it was a great game, man. It was now, what, great what's, game. what's next for you now? Now do you go back to the FCS? Yes, I had the FCS semifinal game. And Villanova uh, lost, didn't they? Yeah, they lost to North Dakota State. I mean, South yeah. Dakota State, didn't they? And uh, but I have I have JMU, James Madison. I think what are they the the Dukes or something the like Dukes. that? Dukes. Yeah, yeah, the, the Dukes. Dukes. I got them against uh, Carson's North North Dakota State team. So North Dakota State against James Madison, and is, is that a semifinal or is that the final? Semifinal. That's a semifinal, semifinal game okay. in Fargo, where I, I figured out when I land, minus seven degrees in wow. Fargo. Wow. Good thing they're in a, a dome. <laughs> so you're going to Fargo. Yes. All right. So when when do you leave? I leave on Thursday. Flying to Fargo okay. on Thursday. Wow. So. And the game is what Friday night. Friday night at nine o'clock on ESPN two. So you'll be coming Check to us out. live from Fargo for the show on Friday. 
Yes. Okay. Live but, from Fargo. But you're out Wednesday, Thursday. Yes. Because yes. of travel and another uh, obligation you've gotten. And Sills, big Sills will be sitting in for you. Yeah, yeah. We that's just found a, that out today. That's so. going to be a nice little combination. I've worked with him. Well together. I've worked with him a couple times before. Yeah, I yeah. worked with him also. Yeah. Now Phyllis Brooks is is uh, showing some showing me some love on the stream, bro. My uh, my 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 mom loves. She said, "I pray for Harry every night because I know he's not going to change for anybody. <laughs> Somebody or <anyone>. better. Somebody <laughs> has to, right?" <laughs> she says, "I pray for Harry every night because everybody's trying to change Harry and he's not going to do it. So I'm praying for him." Who's trying I, I'm, to I'm change me? All right. <laughs> Who's trying to change? I'm not. Changing. No, she said. She said you better not change. Oh no, 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 no shot. <laughs> I don't. I don't have enough time to change. Okay, <laughs> that's not happening. You know, I I watched Army Navy on on Saturday. I always kind of like to watch at least some of that game. Yeah, I did too. You know, and too. I've been to one of those games. And anybody who likes football. Uh, I highly advise get to one of those games because it's really a, the coolest, most unique sort of sports experience that you'll the ever atmosphere. have. Yeah, yes, it, the it really is. It's amazing. A great atmosphere. And Navy upset Army. Yes, on, on uh, Saturday. So that that was kind of cool. See, you know, Navy. They only won four games. Season. Yeah, they won of the. They beat Army. and They beat Temple. That's right. two of their wins. <laughs> So I, I watched some of that, and then I played golf on Saturday, and then I played golf on Sunday, and it was cold yesterday. The wind was blowing so hard in your face. It seemed like it was in oh. your face the whole time, and it felt like it was about 35 degrees outside. Why do you do that, man? Yeah. Well, well, look at I, I wasn't sitting inside and watching Washington football team. That's why. <laughs> I did, man. I watched, man, because I got yeah. off the plane. I got off the plane um, – Yesterday, I arrived in town at what was it? Uh, it was right around noon mm-hmm. when I got back to Philadelphia. Right, and um, I was pissed because I had just left South Georgia, where it was eighty degrees outside. It took right. everything in me, not just to, just to keep driving because I because I, I flew into Tallahassee. Right, and I drove up an hour and twenty minutes up to Valdosta. Right. But I'm passing all these lakes, and I'm just thinking about all the peacock bass that are in there. Uh-huh. And I could be fishing right now, but you then I thought about boat. it. Right, fishing right. off the back of a boat. But I, then I thought about, you know, I can't do it, man, because, I, I mean, I'll miss out on everything because I'll just get lost in the moment. You know what I mean? Plus, there's alligators out there. Yeah. I did eat me some alligator, too. While you I was did? Yes. I. What, now, I was it alligator. fried? It was fried alligator. How was it? It was pretty good. It was, you know what? Just to you know, just me thinking that I'm eating an alligator. That's what that's what made it good. Uh-huh. But the taste isn't like mind blowing. It was. It's nothing like the you know that I have to have. Yes, yeah, it's something you, know you have to put a lot of spice on to get any yeah. flavor. Like your sauces yeah. and spice. Like to me, it's like a little point tough of eating too. It. It's, yeah. it's a little tough too. You know, so Sounds it's horrible. not like something that you know. Like if 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 it was around me, like if I had it readily available to me, I wouldn't get it. Like something that you know, I go to a. A restaurant, you know, and I, you know, readily available. I wouldn't, right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't order it. You know, what it's I'm just that it's a special thing. Like it's, you don't right. see it very much, so you figure right. you have to try it, so, and then and you're then like, you, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, you know, I had that, and it was okay. You know, what I'm saying. Plus, it was expensive as hell too. Oh yeah, yeah. The appetizer was like eighteen bucks. What? Yeah, I'm like, what's you know, it, it, for for like some tough chicken. 
Yes. It's like tough it's, chicken with, with, with you hit it on the head. It, you hit it on the head. It's, it, it tastes like tough chicken. <laughs> tough chicken. That's exactly what it tastes like, man. I'm like, come on, man. You know, so already I had it, you know, I had it, you know, the experience is gone. Cause I remember I can remember I had it so far long ago. I had it like five years ago. I was down in Dallas and um they have um they have uh what's it called? Papados. Oh yeah. Now, Papados has um alligator as an appetizer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I got it before and I thought it was oh, pretty good. I thought it was a lot better than what I experienced this last weekend. Okay. You know, the expectations were so high. I'm like, oh, I got to get this alligator. Then I got it. I was like, eh, okay, I got it. The thrill is gone now. Mm-hmm. I don't have to have it for another five years. You know, then I forget, right. you know, what this, you know, what the whole experience of it was. But it's, you know, it's nothing that I do. But then I also had, um, I ordered this shrimp um, jambalaya. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's got to be good. Oh, amazing. That had to be good. Amazing. That was so. If I ever see this alligator, I'm not getting it now. You just you just convinced me. I don't I don't need to try this. Harry is 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 not what it's not the the big thrill that you think it is. I mean, I'd rather go to like a you know remember Bookbinders back in the day. Yeah, that down in Philly. Yeah, sure, sure. I'd rather go get a meal there at Bookbinders and and have a steak than to have alligator. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just just, they always had a really. They were known for their clam chowder, weren't they? Yes, it was so good. Yeah, Yeah, you know, I like. When you're a rookie, you got to take your position out, and you know it's on your dollar, right? And then you have to take it. So I remember I had to take the offensive line. Dude, out. that's an expensive meal. Like it's a book oh, It's yeah. not like you're taking out the cornerbacks. You're taking out the right. guys that love the old line. They eat, and it was and it, and, and make it so bad. It was um, my two quarterbacks came too, um, Rodney Pete mm-hmm. and uh, Coy. I mean uh, Ty Detmer. So okay. they came too. So first of all, I had to get two limos, and the two limos were like seven hundred bucks a piece for the two limos. So no, you got to provide transportation too. I did uh, this, you know, for, for my rookie meal. I, that's what I had, I did, and I had um, the other officer line was Howard Smothers, and Smo didn't have any money. Smo wasn't drafted. You know what I mean? He's he not one of the Smothers squad. brothers. No, no, no. <laughs> no, Smo was from uh, Howard Smothers from um, I think he went to. He went I never to even Florida heard of A&M. Him. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Probably, yeah. Okay. Them, so we take him out. He got one limo, and I got the other limo. So that was the extent of him paying for the night. He paid his 700 bucks for the limo, and that was it. I paid for the other limo. And then uh, the meal itself. And I can remember when I when I paid, when I cashed out on the meal, it was $12,000. You know, a little over $12,000. $12,000 for a meal. Yeah. For twelve thousand dollars. What, what were you guys like? Uh, all the drinks too? Did you, were these drinks, guys ordering expensive yeah. stuff? But that's nothing to compare to what it is now. That's nothing. Like my um, was it like twenty now? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, was it my my tenth year in the in the, in the league? I remember um, I was with the Steelers. It's my tenth year, and uh, you know at that time I'm like a player coach type of guy you know because i take the young guys and mentor them mm-hmm. while you know they're working with the starters so it was chris kimawatu and my guy uh max max starks so we go to um we go to uh morton's and you know all things being done and everything they couldn't pay for the meal they didn't have enough money to pay for the meal my mind you this is this is like week week 10 of the season and the check came out and the check was 26 almost $27,000 and they couldn't pay for it. 
So they, you know, you know, Max is like, B, B, what am I gonna do? I can't pay for this. That's too many damn dishes to be washing for twenty-seven thousand dollars. What am I gonna do? The bill was twenty-seven thousand dollars. Wow. So I said, you know what? All right, this is what we're gonna do. I'll pay for the meal. Mm-hmm. I'll pay for the meal. You guys just pay me back on Monday. Mm-hmm. Now this is Thursday. I said, I'll pay for it. You pay me back on Monday when we get paid. Please, thank you. Thank you, B. So, you know, they paid me the money. You know, everything was cool. But it was great for me because I ended up writing it off of my taxes as a business expense. Right, right. You took the whole nut, too. (laughs) You you got all 27 (laughs) against your taxes. So I was good. You know what I mean? Plus points or whatever. Maybe what credit card did you use? You probably got a ton of points for it. Great. It was a great. Oh, it was it was amazing, man. It was amazing. But I, you know, I, I, I mean, I got I reaped the benefits of it, man. But it's. $27,000 $27,000 as opposed to my $12,000 back in the day. Mm-hmm. So from 95 to what is it? Uh, 2000, 2005. From 95 to 2005. It's, it's you know, over twenty what, $10,000 more? No, yeah. $15,000 $15, more. $15,000 $15, more. Wow. That's inflation for your ass, bro. That's incredible, <laughs> man. Well, well, yeah, and, and everything else, like guys are making more money too, but right, right, it's, right, it's right. kind of somewhat all relative. But yep. <laughs> yeah, I think they're going to end up being eight and eight with uh, with Dallas coming in. And I think I know, you know, I think they're going to, I think they're going to beat. Uh, see, that's tough, man. You think you're going to sweep Washington? No, nah, I mean, I, I couldn't bring myself to say it, so I'm not thinking that. I'm, I'm, my glass is always half full. And they have an opportunity to sweep Washington, put it like that. Because if you look at their hobbling now. Yeah, Heineke got hurt late Yeah, Heineke got hurt, yep. But they're saying he's probably going to play. At least that's what I saw today. Well, I I want him to play. The way he played, I want him to play. Yeah, he didn't didn't play well at all. No, he didn't. And they they couldn't run the football. They couldn't run the ball. not at all. So that's a big part of what they – they're kind of like the Eagles in a way. Absolutely. I mean, the running game really dictates their offense and their success that they – uh, hope to have on offense is revolved or revolved around the running game. So, so know. I know they'll win this Saturday. And you know, hey, and plus, you know, like I said, we're gonna have um at noon. We're gonna have uh, Dave on. Yeah, My Dave Zangaro. Dave Zangaro yeah. from NBC Sports. Yeah, we're gonna have him on. And uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't give my prediction last week, man. Oh, me two weeks ago, I didn't oh. send one in. and I forgot. Uh oh. So he's probably a little pissed off at me too. Oh, man. so so somebody else had to write your <laughs> your prediction. I don't know if somebody wrote it or anything, but I know oh, yeah. I didn't write it. So I was like, oh my god! Now that's for the website. <laughs> yes, for the website. Well, somebody had to put something up there. They, I, you know, maybe I'm sure they didn't get uh, Amy to do it, or she would have reminded you on Thursday when she. Oh, was on she! The show. I was with her last night. Her yeah, how did my, that go? That's Michael what I was going to ask. You know did you have to go to that thing? Yes, and it was nice too, man. It was really nice. It was um. Tinseltown was 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 bunch of lights. You know, it was it was a nice atmosphere. It's for it's for the kids. Now I looked at the reviews and the reviews are like, oh, you know, it's it was kind of expensive. You know, the food like the food was expensive, bro. Like mm-hmm. to get a, a you know hot chocolate. And the hot chocolate was amazing, but it was it was you know thirteen bucks, twelve bucks for a hot chocolate. You know, like, I'm going, like sixteen ounces. Like yeah. Yeah, you get you a um they have a s'mores cone. Man, I can't hang out with you, man. It was a s'mores everything, cone. Everything you eat, everything you is, is, is super expensive. Well, that is expensive, man. Wow. You know what I mean? But, you know, it's like, actually, it was like 25 26 bucks to get in. 
Now, I didn't have to pay, and my family didn't have to pay, but still. Right. You know, then the ice skate, you know, the ice skate was like, it was $20 for an adult and $15 for a kid to rent the skates. Uh-huh. So it wasn't, and it wasn't real ice. It was like this plastic film. It was still slippery. It wasn't ice. What no, it's, it's like a plastic film that they use. It, <laughs> really? You know, yes, yeah. And it, it looks like ice, and you fall just like it's ice. Right. But it's just not ice. But so, but know, they are skates. Yeah, they are skates. They are ice skates also. With a blade. Yes. Yes. Um, it all looks like that. And I, I was like, not me. You know what I mean? Plus, they no. have a size 15. Nobody, yeah, nobody's anyways. gonna have a size for right. you. You gotta, you gotta bring your own skates, and they'll probably still charge you. And I see, look, and I'm not doing it. So no, no we I got some, out on that. We got a lot of activity here on the stream. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And a lot of guys are going. This John Doe guy has infiltrated the stream, and he wants answers as to why Wentz is no longer here. Haven't we gone over that already? <laughs> right. That's that's uh, how many months ago was that? Uh, a year now. It's what? almost a year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he wanted out. Yeah, okay. he got out. <laughs> yeah, and he got out. Now they got their big one on Saturday night: Patriots and Colts. That's, That's actually a good game. probably could be the best game of the week because Green Bay plays Baltimore next week. Yep. But yep. Lamar got hurt yesterday. Yep. Ankle. Ankle injured his ankle. I don't know what his status is going to be. But if they don't have him, if they have that Huntley kid. That's not going to be near as good of a football no, game. No, 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 no. But, but see, that's what makes this Eagles team such a dangerous team. Yeah. It doesn't matter who's a quarterback. And, uh, you know, people don't understand how huge that is. When you don't have to worry about who, who's a quarterback, when you can run the ball consistently, mm-hmm. I mean, it just it, it, it makes you so far ahead of a lot of teams. If, if they would have started this and implemented this earlier, you know, there's no telling what our record would be right now. We'd be up there with the upper echelon of teams. Well, I want to read you uh, from Philly.com today. I saw this. Um, Marcus Hayes. Okay. Good writer. Out, I like he Marcus. puts out some controversial stuff from time All the to time. time. All the time. And he, they, it's the, uh, the article's uh, titled, Eagles GM Howie Roseman, Coach Nick Sirianni, have done okay as they make their first playoff run. From wow. Marcus Hayes. And their the second item of discussion is entitled Jalen Hurts. And he puts Hurts with a small H. So you know what this means. The Eagles drafted Hurts in the second round of 2020 as a Taysom Hill-style gadget player who could fill in for Carson Wentz in a pinch and who might eventually become an adequate game manager. However... COVID-19 pandemic cost Hurts normal off-seasons in 2020 and 2021, so his development as a passer remains far behind schedule. Hurts sprained an ankle in Game 12, and his deficiencies were magnified in Game 13, when with virtually no prep time, Gardner Minshew looked like Joe Montana in the same offense Hurts has struggled to grasp. Now wow. let that let that sink in for a second. Wow. Are you serious? Come on now. You, Give me a break. You're putting Joe Montana's name and anywhere near either of these guys? Is that's what I'm saying. That is Oh, that's real weak. Come on, man. That's weak, man. That when is I so saw weak. this, I'm like I got to read this to Barrett. I got to get your that reaction. That is how weak is that, man? He goes on. 
He says, after two seasons and 16 starts, Hertz still throws bad deep balls, struggles with accuracy, misses open receivers, makes poor decisions, doesn't throw receivers open, doesn't like to throw to his left, flees the pocket too quickly, and doesn't hit receivers in stride on the simplest passes. I'm out of breath. Comparisons to Lamar Jackson, a transcendent runner with a huge arm, and Russell Wilson, a future Hall of Fame QB whose mobility enhances his passing, are ridiculous. Hertz is a good runner whose mobility replaces his passing. Minshew might not be the answer, but after 13 games in 2021, Hertz doesn't look like the answer either. Oh my wow. God. That is a roundhouse kick to the head. That's not even close to what, what what's going on, man. I mean, I'm not the biggest Jalen Hurts fan either, but my God. Right. He, he's dog. I mean, by the way he described him, there's no way he should sniff third string on a roster in the right, NFL. Right, right. Like the guy's right? just useless. What are you talking about? I thought that was a little over the top. Right, right. One of his best <laughs> attributes is his ability to win games at the end of at the end of games. You know, he can he can do stuff like that. And we're talking about throwing guys open. Minshew didn't throw anybody open either. No, no. All those passes behind receivers, you know, they just, you know, he just throws a a catchable ball. Right. Hurts right. kind of, you know, he throws a, a a harder ball. It's you know, if you're not if you're not ready, you know, you could you know break a finger or something. You know, he can he throws a, a hard ball. Minshew throws a softer ball. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's just it's just contrasting styles, man. That's horrible, bro. I thought that was kind of interesting. Right, but yesterday right. was a day, you know, Lamar Jackson got hurt. I, he didn't get hurt running, though. Right. I right. believe he got hurt when he was trying to pass. Well, that's um, what they say. Most most passes that get hurt, get hurt in the pocket, not when they're running outside the pocket. Right. And the other one that likes to run the football, Josh Allen last yes. night, had over 100 yards rushing, threw the ball 50-some-odd times, and they still found a way to lose. <laughs> That team, they're in trouble. Oh, no question. They're in and they trouble. can't stop anybody either. No, they can't. All of a sudden, the defense. I mean, you know, Tom Brady's tough to stop. You know, Evans, Evans is amazing. I well, love you know, watching that guy play football. But, you know, but you don't poke the sleeping bear, man. They poked Brady early. They pissed him off early. And that's oh, what when happened. he when he did the sneak at the goal line, yeah, uh, and they, yeah, and they, and, was, they, and they picked him up and pulled him back. Yeah, that pissed yeah, yeah. him off from that point on. He was going for blood, man. He ran like two times in, the, in that same drive. I know, just to make it a point to show, hey, I'm old, but I'm still kicking your ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and from that point on, he made it his point to kill him, make sure he was annihilating him every time he could, bro. Yeah, and your boy, the the center. He was not Love having him. any of that either, man. Oh, he, man. He, he, he would trying. fight anybody for yes. Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anybody. He doesn't anybody. care who it is. No. He tried to fight everybody in that, in that defense. Mm-hmm. From from the smallest guy to the biggest guy. He was trying to give everybody whatever they wanted. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I loved it, man. I loved I know. it. That, that was just... That was a game that I paid some attention to yesterday. That and a little he's bit of the red zone. Man. Oh, he is. But he's he, an he's, man. it's good if he's yours. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you hate him if, if he's not on your team. He's one of those kind of he's guys. He's a ginger, too, man. He's a ginger, too. Yeah, we you probably know? love him here. <laughs> oh, yeah. No yeah. question. No yeah. question. All right, I'm going to take a short time out. Be back with another half hour. And then we got uh, Dave Zangaro from NBC Sports Philadelphia coming up at noon right here on the middle on the Jacob Media YouTube channel.
At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. The glass is for cocktails, right? It's for this, 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 and that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Yo, okay, but is the rim... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero carbs, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears. of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back to the middle on a Monday. No Eagles game, but uh, we're going to gradually get amped up and ramped up for the Washington football team uh, this weekend. Come they coming off a loss. They're still the seventh seed in the playoffs as it stands right now for what that's worth. Right. Uh, and then comes Minnesota at eight. And Minnesota still owns a tiebreaker over the Eagles, who are the next team in at number nine. But if they beat Washington – this week, and I think they will at home. Um, they will go to seven and seven, and they will be the seventh seed. Yep. Washington would drop then to what six and eight. Yep. And that I think, if the Eagles can can just maintain and get to eight and eight, they're going to have a chance to get in by the end of the year. Well, Washington still has to play Dallas again. Also, they do. Yeah, Washington has at Philly, at Dallas. Philadelphia home and then at the Giants. Yep. So it's three road games for them. Yep. Yep. So that's and they're that's, banged up. They're really banged up. Yeah. That's physical had a football lot of about to play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I could see I could see Washington going like one and three in those games. <laughs> or at best two and two. Exactly. Exactly. Let's exactly. just say they go two and two. What you saying with the Eagles being one of those wins? Yes. Yeah. 
let's just see what that what that gets us here. That would be eight and nine, I think. If they go two and two, mm-hmm. Washington would be eight and nine. And I don't think you're getting in at eight and nine. I think you're gonna no. have to have nine wins to get in. Yep. Yep. Um yeah, they'd be eight and nine, and they'd be out. San Francisco, who's starting to really play well now, they've got the tiebreaker over the Eagles. They're at yep. seven and six. They've got down the stretch. They had a big win yesterday on the road in Cincinnati in overtime. Cincinnati came back in the fourth quarter and tied it <laughs> with two touchdowns. They go to overtime. Cincinnati kicks the field goal, and San Francisco gets the ball and goes down and scores. Wow. And they were using Debo Samuel in the backfield again. I'm like, where? when is Nick Sirianni going to find that and put Ragor in the backfield? <laughs> I'm not pushing anything for for Jalen Rager. I'm I'm sorry. I I I I don't see that. I don't think he has the mentality right now to be that type of player. You got to be a you got to be a different type of dude to do stuff like that. You know, you look at the guys that are doing that. Debo Samuels, uh, what's his name down there in um Atlanta? You uh, know, poor uh, Daryl Patterson. Patterson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Patterson. Took, he's built like that. They took him out of the game yesterday. Oh, did they? Patterson. Yeah. I I don't think he was injured though. I think they were just pulling it. They pulled him out. Um, so you don't think Rager could even do that, huh? I mean, you. I would say you can do it if I saw something on punt return, something dynamic on punt return. Hmm. You know, that's that's the type of players that you know those two guys are. Patterson, you know, and and Samuels are guys that are are electric when you put them back there on kickoff return and punt return. I don't see that from Jalen. So, uh, I'm Rager. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't have that. He's not playing dynamic. And that's just an attitude type of play. You know, that's what that is. You know, you when you're back to a punt team and, and, and kickoff team, those are attitude type of players. Those are attitude type of plays. Right. You put a receiver at, at, at running back, you got to have a different type of attitude to be back there. Um, and you don't think I he thought he was going right. to be that type of player. I thought he would, but he just hasn't. You know, it's time to stop with, with Rager and, and, and start – with uh, you know, the rookie running back, it, it, it's really time. You know, he he's got to step Gainwell? up. Gainwell, Gainwell has to be yeah. a a slot receiver, running back. Put him at the wing position. You know, mm-hmm. just you know, if you're gonna use somebody, you need somebody explosive. You got to put him in the game. You know that that'll be better for the game plan. That way, if you look at it, the the defense will have to react to his presence being out there, not just as a running back. Mm-hmm. And they have That's to look at him like pass. a running back first. You know when they put in their their um you know their defense on the field, they would have to you know look at him as a runner. So you can't just have nickel in there because he's a running back. When twenty two personnel comes in, you you put your base defense in, not your nickel defense, because mm-hmm. that's like a running down. Yeah, it's two tight ends. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, San Francisco got the win in Cincinnati. They now have Atlanta at home, at Tennessee on Thursday night football, Houston at home. And they finish at the Rams. That's pretty scheduled. So that, yeah, that's that's not too bad. I mean, at Tennessee and at the Rams are tough, but then they've got two easier home games yeah, yeah. mixed in there too. So they'll probably get, I would say, they've already got seven. They're going to get to nine at a minimum, I would think. Right, right. Okay, right. maybe ten. Yep, yep. Uh, Minnesota, who currently sits at eight, they're also six and seven. Beat Pittsburgh last week. Now they go – Monday night football. So they have a kind of a, a week and a half. They go from Thursday all the way through to Monday and play at Chicago. Okay. They can lose that game. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> going to be not. an ugly, ugly game. <laughs> uh, that, but they could lose it. Then they have the Rams at home. Then at Green Bay, Sunday night football. That was two losses. And then Chicago at home. So they play the Bears twice. <sighs> They'll lose one of those two. Lose one, one of, of the Bears. Yeah, one of the Bears yeah, games. I'm thinking that too. And they'll definitely lose. Uh, they the could go one and three. Yep, easy. So and I, one I, and three, it doesn't get them in. No, they're we got the same. They're six and seven, like we are, right? Yeah, yeah. But they but they have a tiebreaker over the Eagles currently. Well, I, I don't understand that. Oh, the strength of schedule. Well, they played um, like players. I mean, like teams. Minnesota wins the tiebreak over Philadelphia based on best win percentage in common games, whatever that means. Wins tiebreak uh, over Atlanta, but they they got the tiebreaker over the Eagles. Best win percentage in common games. Wow, it's too much math for me to figure right. that out. <laughs> I'll just take their word for it. It sounds like gibberish to me, but. Right, I'll take, right. I'll take their word for it. <laughs> but they could only, if they only win, let's just say they go two and two, that gets them to eight and nine. Mm. If the Eagles win a minimum of three, they're going to bypass, they'll bypass. I, mean, I could easily see Minnesota losing two games. Easily, easily. I, this is they're, tough. They're going to get in. They are. <laughs> they're going to get in. They're, they're going to get, get in. The seventh seed. You know, I'm going to end up doing, you know, one more, uh, one more game, one more NBC. pregame, postgame show. Yeah, <laughs> that's a bad way to think about it. But yes, I got another day. I got that's what it's gonna work. be. I'm thinking the same damn thing. I got another pregame show. <laughs> gotta get some guests, gotta record some phone right. calls. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, yeah, because I, I mean, you, if you look at this, the teams behind them, they own the tiebreaker over all of them. Yes. Atlanta, New Orleans, and Carolina. Yes. Oh, and we're sitting pretty. Carolina's cooked. Yeah, but we're sitting pretty. We're, we're sitting pretty. The Saints are cooked also. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, I mean, they had the Jets yesterday. Um, but yeah, they're they're cooked. They they play Tampa. Um, they have Tampa Bay next week on Sunday Night Football. And then they have Miami, Monday Night Football, Carolina, and then at Atlanta. So Tampa Bay and Miami, and then two games that are probably very winnable. So let's just say, I mean, they'll probably finish eight and nine. Yeah. Yeah. The Eagles are going to get to nine. You watch. They're going to find a way somehow to get the nine wins. I'm telling you what's going to happen. They're (laughs) going to lead into this last game against Dallas. Mm -hmm. And, and. The way it's looking, Dallas is already going to be ready to rock. They're going to be already, you know, slotted. You know, they won the division. Well, yeah, they they have one more win. They get ten wins. So yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll win the division, and then they turn around, and you know, they're not going to get a home. Well, they'll be playing for home field advantage on one of those, uh, one of those games, and that's you know, that's about it. Yeah, they're not going to risk playing, you know, a bunch of guys. You know, they probably rest guys like Zeke. Um, they'll probably rest, you know, a couple offensive linemen. You know, I wish they would have played in full, you know, full force. You know, I want everybody to play against them because I think they'll still beat them. Like I said, you know, just their ability to run the ball on them. 
and it's going to lead to that last game. And it's going to open the door up for this this Eagles team, and they'll be in the playoffs. And Harry, yeah. and, and Harry, I'm going to tell you the truth: how will you be vindicated? Uh huh. Oh, I know. I know. He'll have he'll have a parade for himself. Yeah, I, don't, I told you. I, I told you. I don't see Dallas being able to pass Tampa though to get to a home game. That was what I'm saying. So, if that's the case, then I don't think that they. Well, they they would have a home game against the Rams in the first in the first round. Mm-hmm. But then after that, no. They they would be the four five game. I think they're going to stay at four. Yeah. Well, and play the Rams. They'll stay at four. So that means that they don't have a chance of getting a home game. So they won't play to try to win a home game. So you you think they'll play Dak? Well, they'd have a home game in the first playoff. They'd be the four seed against the five seed. Right, but I'm saying they won't. They won't be. They won't have any any opportunity of trying to get any higher. You know, in the, in the rankings, they can't right. get up any higher. I don't, no, I don't think because Tampa and and Green Bay already have ten. Um, they're gonna get. They're gonna probably get to twelve. Right. Right. I don't right. see Dallas getting to twelve. So. Mm. Yeah, I mean, right now it would be. Well, Washington against Green Bay in the first round, but that's going to be the Eagles game. They'll either have Green Bay or Tampa Bay. They get in. Ooh. <laughs> which Easton. weather? Which weather do you want? Right. You know what I mean. <laughs> I'd be like oh. hoping like hell that Tampa gets that two seed, man. Right. I don't want right. to go to Lambeau in January. <laughs> uh, uh, you think? Uh. You think they're thinking the same thing? I don't think they're thinking playoffs. <laughs> oh, actually, you don't think the Eagles are? No, not really. really? No, not really. Uh-uh. Really? No, nah. they're not thinking it. They're, you know, they've got this mindset of going, you know, one game at a time. If all things being equal, I think they have a better shot to beat actually Green Bay than beat Tampa Bay. Green Bay, man. Green Bay is like. They're, they're hanging on by a thread of being one of those upper echelon teams. You know, they're not blowing people out of water. You know what I mean? I mean, yes. The quarterback A-Rod looked pretty good last night. Yeah, he yeah he's a great quarterback. Night. But defensively, they don't look like they're dominant. Mm. You go down there to Tampa Bay, even though it's nice weather, that's a dominant defense. I'm not too much worried they about. They were blitzing the crap out of Josh Allen last No, they night. were hitting him from every I'm angle, man. You. They were whooping his tail, bro. So I'd rather play against Green Bay than play against Tampa Bay mm-hmm. all day. And plus, they run the ball in Green Bay. They can run it. So, you know, it's all things being equal, I'd rather go to Green Bay. All right, let, me, the tundra. Yes. let me play devil's advocate with you with this run game because I know you're all about it. And Always have you, you just think that it's, 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 it's a stone-cold lock that the Eagles are going to continue to run this way. What yes. happens if one of these defensive coaches comes up with a some sort of scheme that limits their run ability? Then what? Well, see, that's that's the perfect that's the perfect thing. You know, it's 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 not a scheme that you could run to stop the stop that offensive um, line that running game. It's specifically what that offensive line is that makes them a dominant you know run game um, type of team. These guys are big mm-hmm. and they're athletic. They're not just big and, you know, you know, lumbering type of players. These are big athletes that can move in space. They can block people in space. They can hit people in the miles and drive them back. 
They could do all those things. This is a different type of offensive line. This is not just an offensive line. You, you, there have been plenty of lines that have been huge, big, mm-hmm. but, you know, can't move. All these guys can move. Landon Dickerson can move. Malata can move. Lane Johnson can move. I mean, and I, there might be a possibility. Is Brooks, that Brooks coming back? back? Yeah. That might be something they entertain, you know, within the next two weeks. So if he comes back, I mean, they're definitely a dominant offensive line. And hopefully we're not talking about, uh, you know, Kelsey not being there. Hopefully Kelsey got a little rest these last week and a half, rested his body. They're going to have to clone him. Right. Seriously. <laughs> we need we need to move on from Kelsey with another Kelsey, like a new Kelsey, a, young, right. a younger version of this guy. Because he seems to be the the whole the key to the whole thing. Uh, the Gemini man. Yeah, he really does. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You're right, man. Yeah. He, he's a special player, man. He People is. don't understand how good he is. And he's not supposed to be that good because he's way too little. Right. He's undersized. You know, yeah. He's he's way too little. You're talking about, you know, is where he plays, that's where they put their biggest guy at, at the nose right there over him. And, you know, he's the smallest guy on that line. I mean, at this point, it's late in the season. I, I, I would venture to say that Kelsey probably weighs about 275, not even 275 pounds, about 270. Really? Yeah, soaking wet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's 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 so small, but he's just so athletic and he plays with leverage, man. He plays what's the, with a what's whole lot the of average leverage. center? About two ninety five. About three hundred five. Three hundred five now. Yeah, the average wow. center is like three hundred five. Wow. You know, so you're telling me he's thirty pounds lighter than the average <clears throat> center in oh, the NFL? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Wow. It wasn't until you had guys like you know Kevin Mawai that mm-hmm. you could use small guys. Uh, Tom Nalen uh, with with um, with Denver. Mm-hmm. You know these guys are small, but they were so athletic that they can do a lot more than what most centers can do. You know, it used to be you put your most unathletic guy at the center position because all he's going to do is snap the ball. You're not asking him to do much um, as far as you know being a, a a blocking type of player. Usually, you just want your ball to get back there and just have somebody that can stand right there so the quarterback can step up and pass the ball. But when you got guys like Tom and, you know, guys like Kevin that move around like that, Dermani Dawson, it really opened right. up how you could play. You know, because usually uh, um, a center would have to get up on that linebacker, and he had to find it. We had to swim or, you know, undercut, you know, try to get to that linebacker, you know. But once those, you know, once guys like Dermani Dawson and those guys start being able to pull around and get mm-hmm. to him, it really opened up how you can run the ball and, you know, getting the ball to the outside. That's why linebackers made so many plays back in the day. Well, you're asking a center to get to a line, uh, to a linebacker that's, you know, he's already outflanking them, but then you're asking him to run and go get them. Mm-hmm. It just didn't work. But now that you can pull around there and get them, you know, it, it, it's easier. Like my boy, Jeff Hardings. Hardings played, he started out at guard. He's a Penn State guy. Mm-hmm. But Jay moved Jeff in to play center. Perfect position for him because – play with a lot of leverage, but he can move. He can get up on those linebackers. He can pull around for the linebackers. I mean, Kelsey's one of these new wave centers that, you know, everybody wants, but you can't really you, – you, you can't just put anybody at that position and think that they can move around like those guys. You got to be smart enough to understand angles and right. get out there and block in space. You, you can't just who, have a slug out there. You know who was another good one? Uh, played for a bunch of years with the Chargers was Nick Hardwick. Yes. He was good too. Yeah, he was really good. Yeah, yeah. He's in the sports media now too. I think he does radio. Oh, okay. Actually, 
He's a, he's, <laughs> look, a, look. he's a good dude. Look, gun three fifty. Gun three fifty said you can't use when soaking wet when somebody's two seventy. Yeah, and off of the <laughs> guns makes a point. It's a good point, guns. It's hard to call somebody's two seventy soaking wet. You think they're two seventy? That's usually reserved for those light guys, like one sixty five, like Deshaun Jackson, right? <laughs> Uh, I point. thought that was rather clever, you know. That's that's good, yeah. <laughs> Dude, the stream keeps you honest, man. You can't get away with a squat. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, now S- SD and Shizo Flex both point out the same thing that I'm that I'm worried about. At some point, we're going to see this. Well, They're I mean, going to force Hertz to have to win the game, and then we're going to see if he can do it. Well, I mean, I, you're asking, you know, all right. So you know, in order to do that, you got to load the box. To stop mm-hmm. the run, you have to load the box. So you're putting eight defenders in the box. You put eight defenders in the box, then you got to look outside. Smith can win. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the, we know Smith can win. You don't have to throw a, a, an exact pass to him. Goddard the same way. He can win. You know, so the odds go into your favor when you when you try to stop the um stop the run with all those people in the box mm-hmm. because you have some big play threats in Smith, and you have a big play um, um, player in Goddard. They can make some things happen. And we're not even talking about Quez Watkins, his his ability to take the top off of defense. Right. He but can I do mean, that. you know, I... can Jalen get the ball to him? I think so. That's easy because yeah. all you have to do then is play action passing. And when mm-hmm. you play action pass, you just keep a couple extra blockers in. Then it's, you know, it, it's, you make, it's. You make it sound so easy, man. It, like, it, it, like, seriously, this should just came out week one with this crap. And she's right. been doing it since, <laughs> since the beginning of the season. They'd be, what, uh, 12 and four, right. you know, or whatever. <laughs> what would they be? They played uh, 13 games. They'd be, at worst, they'd be 11 and two. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Why They should have been listening to me a long time ago instead of just listening to me now. Mm-hmm. You know, they finally looked at my, you know, my, my post-game show um, after, the, after the Detroit game. They they started looking. They peeked at it a little bit at the first series in the Raiders game. Right. But then they, I said, you know what? Maybe he knows something. Maybe he's, he sees something we don't see. Then all of a sudden that next week they sat back and they looked. We well, you know what? We're going to try what he said. Mm-hmm. And then it worked for him. So maybe we need to keep listening to Brooks. You know, maybe he has the game plan we need. I keep telling you, that's the perfect game plan. All right. Now there's a question on the stream about uh, Tyler Linderbaum, who's the center from Iowa. Yes. Uh, I believe I want to give somebody credit for this. Uh, Kelly or no, Kel Gotti. Kel Gotti. Barrett, is Linderbaum a must in the first round? He, we won't be able to get him if we don't jump for him in the first round. With one of the he's, three picks, yeah. Yeah, he's that good. He's that mm-hmm. good. I, I I saw him wreak havoc. Wreak havoc. I, I watched him in the game um, early this year. Who was it? Was it – um. Was it Wisconsin? Well, yeah, they Iowa got off to a really good start, and then yeah. kind of lost he a couple was of games. Demoing in the interior. Yeah. Well, how did you, you do know? against Michigan in the uh, in the Big Ten championship? Game? Well, I didn't see that game. I didn't. Yeah, see that they, game. they didn't score. I don't think. <laughs> if he was balling, I didn't see it. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. Neither did anybody else. Yeah, Tyler Linderbaum. He was named the nation's top center. Easy, yeah. Easy. Now, how? What is he like? Six? I think six three two ninety is what it says here. Same, same, same build as Kelsey. 
Same build as Kelsey. Is that what they list Kelsey at, 290? Yep. Yeah, that's a stretch. <laughs> Definite stretch. That's a stretch. So let me let me see. You didn't I, you didn't watch the Big Ten Championship game? I thought you did. Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. Yeah. I was actually uh traveling back and during that. Oh, okay. I was traveling back. Yeah. Now we got to talk about this uh, F one. Did you ca- did you catch the race yesterday morning? No, I didn't. I didn't because I was traveling. Oh, that's right. I Dude, was traveling. This shenanigans in this F one. It's fixed. <laughs> This is a shady sport, bro. I thought horse racing. I thought horse racing was bad. My goodness. Like I don't even know what I'm watching, but I know it's shady. Seriously. Yeah, you look, you got teams, you know, you got a team that's investing over five hundred million dollars in in yeah. uh, in their, you know, they have over a thousand employees. Then you got, you know, Haas. Haas is sitting there. They're they they're running with with what a hundred and twenty million dollar budget. Uh-huh. They've got like what 300 employees. They go and rent engines and all that type of stuff. Yeah. But that's I mean that's, I I man, I love watching. I watch I watch all episodes. I mean I watch season 1 and season 2 of the the reality show, the yeah. Netflix thing. Yeah. I've only seen two episodes, but I I I peeked in at the race on Sunday morning. Okay. Okay. And this guy Hamilton, Lewis Hamilton, had Lewis Hamilton, he was yes. he was the pole sitter, and Verstappen was uh, the second guy. Yeah, so Red it was Bull. basically just these two guys. That's it. Mm-hmm. Hamilton had like an eleven second lead with like ten laps to go, and they, even the announcers were basically saying it's over. Like it's hard to make up that kind of ground. You can't in, yeah. in, in just ten laps. Like mm-hmm. he's going to run out of laps. So I leave, I go over the to play golf, and I get in the pro shop, and they got it on, and they're interviewing Verstappen or whatever his name is. And I'm like, did he win? And they're like, oh, yeah. I'm like, what the hell happened? How did he win? How did he win? Evidently, there was an accident. <clears throat> they probably convinced some guy to run into the wall from, an- from another team or something, and then they brought all the cars together. His lead was gone, and then he zipped him in the final lap. Oh, that's uh... – <laughs> Yeah. I was 50, watching the season. He was two. in the lead for like fifty-seven of the fifty-eight laps, I think. I was watching the season two. The same thing happened because he he um he hit uh he hit Verstappen and um and and Hamilton did, and Hamilton still he was able to finish the race out, and Hamilton ended up in third. Mm. But then he, since he did that, he got you know points taken off, and he ended up you know going to fourth. Okay, and uh, the, the the racer for uh, uh, McLaren ends up going to third in his first pole, is third season. Well, there was something in the, on the first lap of the race too, something shady shenanigans, <laughs> where they had this Verstappen guy did what they call a late lunge into the turn. Oh yeah, like yeah, yeah. He's yeah, on yeah, the yeah. inside, and he kind of lunged to the outer portion of the race course. Right, he cut somebody forced, off. Which forced Hamilton to go way wide off yep. the track. Yep. But he yep. kept going and cut the corner off the track and took the lead. <laughs> like I didn't think you were allowed to do that. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to. You supposed you're not you're never supposed to have all four tires off the oh, track. Oh, he had either. all four for a good couple of seconds. See, you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. You can't do that. That's what I'm you saying. Know, so now that'd somebody, be like people just cutting instead of going through the chicane, right? Just go straight over the chicane, you know? Right, what I mean? right, right. <laughs> yeah, like that's why some people are now thinking that they did this intentionally at the end because of 
the way the guy was wrong. The guy cheated essentially yeah. in the beginning of the race. Yep. Yep. And it's shady, dude. I'm telling you. <laughs> but, but you see how close they are to the walls, oh, though, man? It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, that is crazy how fast those cars go in the, in the amount of, you know, the amount of, of degrees of, 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 you know, not even inches from the wall and they and they're just zoom, with, an, with an open wheel. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. But, um, I was just wondering if you caught that. You're gonna have to go back and watch it. I want to get your opinion, your oh, take yeah. on it because you you know a hell of a lot. I don't know anything about this stuff. I love I'm, it, man. I'm just getting it. in, and I'm sure I'm sure Mertidis must have been going crazy because <laughs> he likes that Max dude. Oh, he loves him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He go he goes into to a new sport. It's like going in and picking uh, Manchester City or something for your soccer team. You know, like. Bro, you can pick the best guy. Right, right. You know, like, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Harry. I that's my guy, Harry. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love him. I love him. You know, oh my Red God. Bull. Yeah, Red, Red Bull. Bull yeah. yeah, Red Bull. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right. Yeah, they, next... they, were, they were third. They were third in points last year, Harry. Yeah, but uh, they should be all right this year. Yeah, they switched engines now. They were they were Honda now, Harry. Yeah, now you got him Honda. sounding like Baldy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All right. We got uh, Dave Zangaro, NBC Sports Philly, coming up next. More Eagles discussion. Football, football all the time right here on The Middle. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, 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 and that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rip... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero carbs, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. On the field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Davey Dave. And welcome back to the middle, hour number two. Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays, and right now we're going to be joined by our our buddy over at NBC Sports Philly, Dave Zangaro. Dave, welcome to the show, man. How did you enjoy your bye week? It was good, man. It's uh, you know, yesterday I got to watch some football. It it was funny the the early games. I was you gotta be kidding me. All these games stink. Terrible, terrible. Um, the the the, the late games made up for it though. <laughs> yeah. the late games were good, and hey, that that uh. That Dallas game ended up being pretty good at the end, at least. So well, they got I was the pick glad six. I stuck it out. They got the pick yeah. six, and there you're thinking, like, wow, do they have a drive in them? Can they can they come back and win this damn thing? Unbelievable. It looked like it. I mean, yeah. but then you know, yeah. The rest of it was good. I was uh, I took a little little trip west. Get out. Where'd of you go for a little bit? Uh, I was in Arizona and New Mexico. Oh, okay. Just oh. did a little road trip. Yeah, that's, it was that's nice. a big got- trip west. Yeah, well, I mean, it was funny. You know, I, I normally try to do something during the bye week just to kind of get out of town and recharge a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, and like back a few months ago, I, I just looked on uh, like Google Flights and you can kind of just put in the dates and see the cheapest flights. Right. And I got a round trip flight to Phoenix for like 130 bucks. Wow. So, what? Um, yeah. So I was like, all right, well, that's my decision. And then I kind of just figured out you know, some stuff to do from there. It was great. You know, I, I like the Southwest in general. So that's, that's you know, cool you area. can do that stuff when you're single, man. That's a single guy's <laughs> life, bro. You know? <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, you, you marry, it's like, all right. Yeah. No, you just, you know, you just, nah, I don't care how much ticket is. You're not just going to go. <laughs> right, you know right. I mean? <laughs> yeah, boss lady no, would have right. taken that ticket and she'd have gone. Right. She's she goes on trips Rico. herself. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> well, how did, how did the, um, what happened, uh, obviously, Washington losing was actually good for the Philadelphia Eagles and their playoff chances. Uh, yeah. how, how convinced are you right now that the Eagles are going to win nine games and get in? Well, it's uh, it's possible, you know, and that's kind of if you're a fan, you, you kind of cling to that hope that they can go on a little run here. It's not 
unprecedented either. I mean, we saw them in 2019. They they did. They went on a run and they got in the playoffs. So it's not like this has never happened before. Um, it's going to be really important. It's it's pretty obvious. But the Washington games, they don't technically have to sweep them to get to the playoffs. But if they sweep them, then their chances are very good to get to the postseason. And right now, Washington has some question marks. You know, uh, Terry McLaurin's and the concussion protocol. We don't know who their quarterback's going to be. Um, I still think it's going to be tough for the Eagles to win both of those games. I think Washington's a pretty good team. They have some some good players. They really no, do. they're they not. Good de- they're not. I didn't say they're a good team. <laughs> they have some good players. <laughs> or they, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. They're banged I mean, up, and, right and they now. do, especially on that defensive line. Um, they, the two they, guys I, in the middle. Two guys in the middle are very good, very, very good. Um, talking about Allen and Payne. Yeah. Um, they're tough they're tough players so um it makes you wonder and and the eagles you know that you look at them on the interior obviously kelsey's there but you have a young Landon dickerson and you have nate herbig right now at right guard unless brandon brooks is able to come back at some point so uh, what's your sense on that said you know you just said it what's your sense on that yeah I, i don't know it's it's been uh very quiet on that front and really the only uh, that they were obviously hoping he would return this year. They didn't say he was out for the season when he got hurt. But the only timetable we ever got from anyone was from Lane Johnson. So it's not like – and, and I, that was just Lane – sometimes he does that. I, I joke around and call him Dr. Lane because he'll talk about other people's injuries, which is something that like no football player ever does, but Lane yeah. does it and it's great. Uh, and he said eight weeks, but you know, who knows if that was even a legitimate time frame for him. So – uh, they could use them, especially with Driscoll out. You know, when Driscoll was there and they, you felt like, look, obviously Brandon Brooks is better than Jack Driscoll, but with Driscoll, at least it was like they were flowing and you're like, this is a good line together. Um, and, and it's not a knock on Herbie, but Nate Herbig's a kind of a limited player. So um, I kind that's of, is what it is. I think he played all right. Yeah, that's why you yeah exactly. You have to. Uh, and it's it's honestly, uh, you guys probably remember a couple years ago, no one really understood why they went to Sua Opeta over Nate Herbig. Well, it was because Sua is a little more athletic. Mm. And, you know, I think Herbie did a good job. I loved it. I'm like a minute into this and we're getting into like deep O-line talk. I can't help it whenever I'm with Barrett. Uh, <laughs> but like Herbie did lose the some dark side. This- yeah, Herbie. Did, I, I love O line play. Her, Herbie did lose some weight this off season, so he's a little more athletic, and I think that's helped him. But um, I, I think Driscoll's a better player at this point, so that is a loss that the Eagles are going to have to deal with down the stretch here. I think I, I'm not overlooking Washington either. I think a split there is very likely, but I think they beat the Giants, and they're sitting at eight and eight with Dallas coming into the building on Week 18. You know, probably with you know they have the division all sewn up. How would you think Dallas might approach that game as far as you know key personnel? Yeah, it's tough to say. I mean, what are they going to be playing for? Right. Um, th- there could be some seeding they're worried about, but it's it's really tough to know until we see how the rest of it shakes out. Um, I don't know if I think there's a chance they go into that game and they. They either don't play their starters or they limited. are very limited, you yeah. know, and especially with a guy like Dak Prescott, who is <laughs> so vital to their success. And 
has been hurt already, like I don't think they'd risk him. So if they're if the Eagles are in a situation where they need to win in that last week, I, I think it's it's very possible. The flip side of that is that Dallas defense all of a sudden it's looking pretty good. I mean, Michael Parsons is a a full problem. Yeah, I mean, that's how we is, started the show. We're talking about. I him. mean, that guy. Yeah. I just he's he can he could be an All Pro as a linebacker or an edge rusher this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how good he is. And pick your poison, man. You know, and, you, and it's funny because he wasn't even you know they obviously drafted him as a linebacker. We knew he had pass rush capabilities, but for him to just like. He can rush from anywhere. That's just, it's so scary to see him now. And I thought the broadcast made a really good point that early in the year, they they were obviously forced to play him at edge because they they had injuries. They there. had injuries, yeah. But now it's like they can really play him wherever they want. Mm-hmm. And he's such a tool that way because like that one big sack he had in that last game, he was a st- he was a, a stand up linebacker. He wasn't even an edge rusher on that play. Mm-hmm. Rushed him so over the has, guard. Ex- he did, yeah, which is like – and he's big. He, he can do everything. It's really scary to see a player like that because he, he's got edge rush power coming up the gut as an inside linebacker. I mean, it's you have to know where he is on every single play. Every right. single play, you have to know where he's lining up. That's scary. Well, yeah, you know, I don't know if you read that article. Um, Harry just wrote me today. Who was that? Marcus was that? Hayes. MarcusHayes.com, yeah. I don't know if you read it or not, but, I mean, he just really ripped uh He tore into Jalen Hurts. You know, he said, you know, he, he can't throw guys open. You know, he's, he, he, can, he doesn't use a period snap read. He, he, uh, he, he, he can't, you know, throw touch pass. He can't throw the deep ball. I mean, he, he just can't. He can't. He can't. He can't. He can't. Give me your um, give me your take on what Hurts is and what Hurts is right now. Yeah, it's. I think those criticisms, in a lot of ways, are probably fair at this point in his career. I I think we have seen. I, I think we have a decent enough sample size right now to see the blemishes in his game, right? Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that he can't get better. Guys get better, you know. It happens, um, but the concerns I had about him entering the season are still there for me. And I have seen improvement in certain games. So there have been times where he'll make a play and you go, Oh, like he can, he can sling it. He can, he can make these throws. There are a lot of throws he leaves out there. Um, And the the deep ball stuff, it's not that I, I think he has a strong enough arm. I think a lot of the deep ball stuff, is mechanics, especially with his footwork and timing. A lot of the times, you know, it's not the ball's not out when it should be, but that's not even the biggest issue to me. The biggest issue to me is throwing with anticipation. And that means, especially in, in what Nick Sirianni wants his offense to be, he, he, he doesn't see, you know, Nick sees big plays as not just being deep balls. He sees them as Run after running the shallow though. crossers, yeah. but there's, there's yak here. And, if that's going to be your offense, if that's going to be the design, which I think is a very viable design, your quarterback has to be very accurate on those passes to lead the receiver, to, to give him an opportunity to create after the play. And I think on a lot of those passes, it hasn't been perfect. He has been behind. Um, but that's not to say – like everyone's going to point at the game Gardner Minshew had. Gardner wasn't perfect in that game. No. 
some of those kind of completed close, passes yeah. were were behind. They were underthrown. So, and and there was like one play in that game where I thought, no chance that gets caught if Jalen Hurts throws it. It's just it, it's one of those feelings, you know. Um, I like a lot of what I've seen from Jalen Hurts, but and, and this has been my fear really since we kind of knew what the situation was going to the season. It like this is going to be a year for him to prove whether or not he's the guy in the back of my mind was always the very real possibility that we get through this year and we still don't know. And now we're four games away. And if he stays at this level, we still don't know. You have the, the team's going to have to make a decision. I think based on what well, have we seen enough to think that he could become that guy. And then they're going to have to, to weigh their options. And if their options are a veteran, Who's the veteran? Is it Russell Wilson? If it's Russell Wilson, go get Russell Wilson. I, I think that's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's someone else, I don't think it's quite as easy. And then you add the draft to it. It's kind of an underwhelming class. I think mm-hmm. everyone agrees on that. There are some some players that intrigue me, but are they enough? Like, are they significantly better than Jalen Hurts or is their ceiling that much higher than Jalen Hurts? And if it is, then I, I don't think they would hesitate to draft one. I, and that's not a knock on Jalen Hurts, but we know how this team views the quarterback position, right? Yeah. It's They want an elite passer. And if they don't think Jalen Hurts can be that, and they think some rookie could become that, hmm. then I, I still don't think that's out of the question. How ironic is it that Carson Wentz was injured, uh, you know, every it seemed every season fear for the Eagles. He goes to Indianapolis and stays healthy enough to get him a first round pick. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the weird thing with Carson. Like, I agree that he's injury prone. You are what the, the numbers say and you've missed all these games. But the injuries themselves have been very kind of fluky. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, the, yeah, the ACL in 17, the back in 18. I mean, it's that's like things that, yes, he's gotten injured, and it was the what the wrist in sixteen in the preseason. There have been injuries, but it's like all different stuff, all kind of weird stuff. Um, and he he did stay healthy his rookie year. I mean, he played yeah. every game that year after the wrist injury, so uh, it was a little bit of a gamble. But yeah, the Eagles are going to get a first round pick there. All of a sudden, though, that first round pick is not as valuable. Right right now, no. I think they'd have. 10 11 from their pick from the Dolphins. Right. And I think 21 from Indy. So it's, it's kind of plummeted recently. Right. Yeah. Miami. And I, you know, they got off to such a bad start. You're thinking, yeah. man, this is going to be a top three pick. And then they rattle off what five in a row. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was looking like you know, a month ago, we were talking about three top 10 picks. And mm-hmm. now it's, you know, one in the top 10 at number 10. How he loves the deal. I could see him packaging two of those and either moving up or, you know, maybe getting something in next year's first round. Yeah, I think it'll be key is, to yeah. see. It'll be key to see what the quarterback situation is. Yeah, for not just the Eagles, but for the NFL, because a lot of teams are looking for him. A lot of teams are looking for him, um, and quarterbacks generally rise. You know, yeah. you generally overdraft quarterbacks because you want to get your guy, and you look at this crop and you're like, "There's not a, a quarterback worthy of a top five, top ten pick." By April, they will be. <laughs> exactly. That's the way it works. So it's it'll, it'll be really imperative for the Eagles to figure out if they're a team that wants one or not. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, because if they're not, then they get to sit back and watch quarterbacks who probably don't deserve to go that high, go that high, and then good players fall to them if they're in the teens, which is kind of looking like where they're going to be. Looking at other, as they go forward, man, especially um, at, at you know Jalen Rager, do you think they're still going to try to poke and prod and make this guy a player, or, or do they move on? now and, and and try to get some legitimate um use out of the position that they, they, they're just trying to force him in you know who else can they put in there you know to alleviate some of the stress you know from an officer standpoint of trying to go to him and, and not you know being able to finish the deal putting somebody else in there yeah i mean i would have done it a while ago um a, you know a couple of weeks ago talking about rager the, the nelson aguilar comparisons were just they were knocking me over and um, I would have sat him for a game. He's just, you know, Nelly was very honest back in 2016 about dealing with the stress and his confidence lacking. Rager has publicly said, no, I'm still very confident in my play, but he's not playing like a confident player. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's apparent to me. He just doesn't look, he, Everything he does is hesitant. Every time the ball goes near him, you hold your breath. So mm. it's it's a tough situation because I I do think there's some very raw athleticism and talent inside him. But we're two years into this, and he just doesn't look like a football player. It's scary. I I don't know what you do with him. I. I understood early in the season when they were trying to feed him and because right. at that point you're thinking bad rookie year, fine. It happens. Let's, let's start to build him up. Let's make him a part of our game plan. And even early in the year, like they were finding ways. It wasn't great production, but it was like, you know, four for 50 or, or whatever it was four for 40, which isn't great, but you take that over what he's been recently, which is almost a negative. I mean, I, I think he's hurting you out there. And look, he's an okay blocker. Fine. Mm-hmm. If you want to have him out there in 13 personnel blocking, <laughs> yeah, go, I mean, go nuts. But it's it's not what they drafted him for. Um, he's hurting him on returns, which is where you'd think if you have some natural raw athleticism, you'd be able to at least be a good returner. He's terrible. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's, a, he's a bad kick returner. He's a bad punt returner. He's a bad receiver. He hurts you on those running plays. He hurts you on screens. I'd get him off the field. I'd sit him at least for a game or two and, and and then try to have some sort of reclamation project, but it doesn't seem like that's what they're going to do. Was I mean, stupid, you know, that just doesn't make sense to me, you know, cause I, I've seen just to, just to, you know, cut off your nose to, to spite your face just doesn't make sense to me. You're going to make a player that's not really a player right now. That's going to hurt the team it just doesn't make sense but all right well does a role you know go in for the rookie running back now you know is 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 Game that well. something that is is that something they're gonna do put him in a slot you know what have you seen from that aspect you know has his game developed enough to become something they can rely on as they go forward yeah i mean that was my solution a while back with when, when rager was clearly not going to get out of this funk i thought well you have two receivers right you have you have Devonte Smith and you have Quez Watkins, and they've really used Quez in the slot all year, which they did it in training camp. And I thought eventually, 
honestly, eventually I, I would have tried Rager in the slot and moved Quez outside more, and they never really did it. But I'd move Quez outside and, and get Gainwell some some snaps in the slot. I really would. Uh, he's he's a better receiver than Jalen Rager, and he's a fifth round running back. But it's sad, but it, it, he is. And um, it'll be interesting to see how the running back rotation kind of shakes out because Jordan Howard probably be back if not this week then shortly after they're hoping he's back this week Miles Sanders is expecting himself to be healthy with that ankle injury so you have four running backs that you can make cases for to get playing time uh the odd man out it was Gainwell back when the other three were healthy but I like Gainwell I, I actually think that He's just a different player. And if you're trying to get complimentary pieces, I'd play Gainwell. Um, probably even over Boston Scott. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, I, I think... I, I don't know if I'd do that, man. I don't know. Yeah, I get that. And I like Boston. But uh-huh. um, I just think Gainwell's a smoother receiver. Yes. Um, and I, I... You know, and when we've seen him have that role in the two-minute offense, I like him there. You know, and, and I don't know if there's and this. Is, I, I really don't want to make it sound like a knock on Boston because I really like Boston. I like what he's done. But I don't know if there's anything Boston does that the other three can't do. You know, whereas I think there are things that Gainwell can do that the other three probably can't. And, and I'm talking about just his pure ability as a receiver. I don't think the other three have that level of ability pass catching. So that's probably why I lean toward keeping Gainwell active over him. I don't know if that's what they'll do though, because they had Howard Sanders and, and yeah. Scott ha- active before. They're, they're not giving you a sense of anything, you know what I'm saying? So I know it's just strictly speculation, mm-hmm. but um, just looking if, 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 if all four dress, then I truly believe that Rager doesn't need to dress because you use those and you use you use you use those guys not just in you know regular running back situations but you're going to use Gainwell in the slot use him as a returner you can use Boston Scott as a returner use him you know uh in in third down situations um I I think that's the capacity you got to do it you got to bench Rager in order to have those guys and then then you implement Gainwell as more so a receiver as opposed to him just being a running back. And I think that's the only way that they make, they can have the most successful lineup out there. If they go forward, um, it, it only makes sense. And it'd be, it'd be a travesty for them not to dress all four guys in bench Raker. It'd be a travesty. Yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I just don't, I, I you know, I, yeah. I don't think they're going to dress four running backs. And uh, well, see, I, I'm saying, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say Gainwell would be a running back. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't even dress. Yeah, him I know. I know. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, he's slot Believe receiver. Me, I get what you're yeah. saying. I've yeah. been trying to talk about Gainwell in the slot for a while, but they're not going to do it. Hmm. Um, they're not going to bench Rager. I, I think if they were going to do it, they would have already done it. Wow. You think uh, next season, both he and J.J. Ortega-Whiteside are somewhere else? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, you, if you're – Rager's going to be a third-year first-round pick. It's pretty rare to cut ties that quick mm-hmm. with a first-round pick. So I, I mean, they they've they kept J. Jaw as a second-round pick into year three, 
So it's hard to imagine they wouldn't keep Rager for the same amount of time, you know? Wow. Yeah. I don't know. It's not great. I mean, it's, it's, it's and it's, it's, you know, you feel bad in a way bringing up Justin Jefferson because it's like, well, Jalen Rager didn't tell them, you know, it wasn't his decision. Right. And here's Jefferson all the time. But if you're going to go outside the box and you screw up this bad, when everyone was saying, no, the other guy's better. He's a better player. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just tough to get over. And I know that, like, you can do that with a lot of different teams, a lot of different positions. Like, well, look at this guy versus this guy. And a lot of times it's unfair. But in this case, like, like e- even with J-Jaw, you can say that's unfair. Everyone points out um, DK Metcalf. And I get that. But Metcalf had medical concerns mm-hmm. and that was the reason eagles didn't draft him he was off their board so at least that's like understandable and people thought the jj pick was a good pick at the time rager you know i think some people tried to give him the benefit of the doubt but there was never any question in people's mind that they made a bad pick right mm-hmm. like immediately everyone thought oh they just <laughs> stupid. why would player. they do that especially like, in minnesota <laughs> I mean, I mean that video is oh, so great. It's pretty damning. You have another team like laughing at you, yeah, as they get the better player, and so it's it's tough to come back from that. And it's it's you feel bad in a way for Jalen Rager because he didn't put that pressure on himself, mm-hmm. but it's there, it's real, and it's not going away. And we're at the point now where it's not even like for me, it's not even like get first round production out of Jalen Rager. It's get anything you can out of them. It's mm-hmm. try to salvage the player and, and see what right. comes. Wow. And, and I, I got to that point with Nelson Aguilar around the same time in his career. It's like, don't even, don't even talk to me about first round pick anymore. Just right. become a, become become a viable option. Yeah. Become a serviceable player. Yeah. And Nelly did the next year, obviously, and they moved him in the slot. And the, the weird thing about that is that Nelly was blocked from moving in the slot by Jordan Jordan Matthews, right? Who was you're not going to even say we want about Jordan Matthews now, but Jordan Matthews then was a pretty productive player. He's playing the slot. You're not going to remove him from that spot to put Nelson Aguilar there, even though his traits seem to line up. And then obviously once they traded Matthews uh, to Buffalo, then it, it opened up that spot. But there's no one like who's blocking Jalen Rager in the slot right now, which is where I think he should be playing. Maybe they just don't think his routes are crisp enough to play in, in that area. They're like, you know, Rager and, and Nelly are very different players. They have similar career trajectories, but Nelly was a more polished receiver. Mm-hmm. Whereas Rager clearly not as polished, but he has some some raw physical attributes. So they're different in that respect. And maybe that's why Nelly was a better fit inside, but I'd do everything I could to to see Rager inside. I, I want to see it, and I don't think we ever will. You're you're a Penn State guy, right, Dave? No. Penn State fan? No. No? No. Oh, I thought you were. I saw something. You retweeted something about Penn State uh, player going to the transfer portal. I just thought you might have been. Oh, I just I, – I love that term. The yeah, transfer the transfer portal. portal. Yeah. 
It sounds like it's like it's free agency. Wars That's all. It's free agency. Yeah, it's just. I know, but it's hilarious to me. It well, that Doctor like Pe- Doctor Pepper commercial does one with the transfer portal. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's really good. good. Then yeah. they get a punter back, and, and then he's like, "I, I got Doctor Pepper." <laughs> it does sound really cool, though. <laughs> Yeah, it does. At this point, Ray Agri couldn't bring any Dr. Pepper, Mountain Dew, or anything oh. else that convinced me of anything, bro. Yeah. No. Oh, man. All right. We appreciate a couple minutes, man. Follow him on Twitter, at DZangaro, NBCS. Does a great job on the Eagle Eye uh, with uh, Ruben Frank and uh, covers the birds uh, like nobody else, man. We appreciate you jumping on. Yeah, and I apologize, right, bro, for the last for the last. Uh, yeah, what's going on at your house? What's what's happening up there? So oh, they're I hear blowing leaves, man. They're Is blowing that... leaves. No, but I see. I, no, I was, I was going to tell him I apologize that I didn't send my uh, my thing. Oh, in the last... yeah, he oh, didn't yeah. send I, his picket. Yeah. So what happens? We'll when see it. What happens when that? Do you have to write it for him? No, I'm not writing it for him. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes up without it. I'm not. I'm not picking a game for him. Wow. Great. I'll tell you, we, we had a, we had an intervention last week, Dave. I don't know. We had uh, Amy Fadul on, and we had his producer Mike Mike on, and they, it was awesome. It was a t- it was a two on one on Barrett. Awesome. It was not. It was not awesome. It was bad. He probably was bad. deserved it though. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, uh, Dave. See you later, Dave. Dave. Appreciate it. Man. Oh, thanks for joining. <laughs> It's unanimous, Barrett. They all say they all say the same thing, man. Like, oh it's like goodness. somebody put out a memo and they're just reading just, from the memo. Just let me be great, man. That's all I just tell you. Just let me be great. That's all oh. I want to do is be great, man. Oh, that's so you're great. answering emails and all that other stuff. Just have, there's no need for right prediction away. Yeah, <laughs> it, it just brings negativity to me. You know, I gotta oh. read emails. I gotta check my emails. I gotta go back and I gotta tweet. I gotta do this. I gotta, no, I can't. No, do let me what, sit back and evaluate and and, and 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 talk about the game. That's all I want to do. So he didn't go to Penn State. Do you know where he went to college? Oh no, I don't. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta find out. See, he, he tweeted something about a Penn State player, the the backup quarterback going to the transfer portal. I'm thinking, you got to do, you know, you're putting that in there because you're a Penn State guy. But well, how about this though? How about um, Miami's coach goes up there as the defensive coordinator? Well, that's what that's what I was getting going to get to. That's what I was going to ask him if he said yes. I am a Penn State guy. I said, what do you think about Manny Diaz? Because uh, I saw that on this on the crawl on Saturday uh, Saturday afternoon. Yeah, uh, yeah before a, the Army Navy game that came out. That's kind of troubling, man. Because I'm like, what's going on? And then yeah, you know, what's the buzz with this Temple man? Um, all these Texas um. Texas guys, you know, you got Texas A&M and Texas, mm-hmm. um, possible guys to come in for head Well, coach. Elijah Robinson is at Texas A&M, and, yep. you know, but he, but he was here with Rule, yep. uh, you know, at Temple, and he went to Penn State. He's been on their staff. He's He'd be a good choice, like, or this other guy, Drayton. Uh, is yep. it Stan Drayton? Yep. He's the running backs coach at Texas and has been at Ohio State with Tom Herman, and that's when he came to Texas. Well, he actually, um, actually, the AD. Well, the AD came from Texas. True. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the tie in there. And he tied. He 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 hired him at Texas. Right. But uh, you know, like I said, Elijah Robinson. You know his ties, and then want to bring back you know somebody that already has roots here. Mm-hmm. You know, he actually went to um, Wilson. For one year, his last year. Oh, Woodrow year. Wilson. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, he did, did he? Yeah. No, he did, did he? I didn't know that. <laughs> In fact, he played his last year with Preston, 
who's now the recruiting coordinator. Recruiting coordinator, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of right tie-ins there. I think it would be a, I think it'd be a good good hire. He's a good mm-hmm. aggressive young, you know, energetic coach. Yep. And uh I always liked him, uh, you know, when I was doing the games, you know, just watching him work the sidelines with the players. I just right. you know, think that this guy's going to be he's going to be somebody a lot bigger someday soon, you know. Absolutely. He's kind of had he just kind of had that feel about him. Right. Now, the, the guy Drayton, I don't know him, but Well, I talked to my guy, you know, like I said my roommate from college, my fraternity right. brother. Um, he said that, uh, you know, Andre said, you know, Andre Coleman, he's the wide receiver coach at Texas. Mm-hmm. He said, Drake's a, a real good guy, real good dude. Yeah. Uh, motivator of men. Pretty you good know, recruiter. Yeah. He's recruited recruiter. some really big recruits in his days that all the stops that he's made. Mm-hmm. Now he's been a running backs coach primarily. And that's where, you know, when you start seeing a guy that just stays at the same position coach from place to place to place and doesn't ever move up you kind of thinking well why hasn't he moved up doesn't he want right. to doesn't he want to be a coordinator you know so i don't know those answers but you know uh he seems like he's done a really nice job wherever he's been so we'll yeah. see I, I hope something happens this week man was well, armor very quiet well uh armor saint said on the, on the stream asked if i wanted to be a coach i thought oh, yeah. about it i really did think about it but yeah because of what's going on now and how they just fire and hire coaches and you know it just wasn't something that I really wanted to put my family through. It's, it's mm-hmm. just too much moving. You know, you might be someplace for two years and then the yeah. coach gets axed and then you're looking for a job. You don't have a, right. you don't have a job. You got to pick up your fans. It's almost like being in the NFL. Yep. So, you know, yeah. I, I, I never wanted to go the, through that but again. But the pay isn't as good. Well, the, the, the pay is – well, <laughs> see, the pay is still pretty good. They, they average like uh, like 250 grand. For a, for As like a, a position coach, like yeah. an old line coach, yeah, yeah, position yeah. coach, yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, uh, what's his name? Elijah Robinson makes like eight hundred some thousand. Right, and he's right. heavily paid for his for his role. Like he's one of the highest paid D line coaches in the country. Yeah, we we'll get three because yeah. they, they're trying to keep him. Yeah, I know. You know Jumbo understands what he has there. Jumbo Fisher understands what he has. You That's know, he right. had to pay to play. Yep. All right, we'll take a quick time out. Be back with more football discussion on a Monday on the middle. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, 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 and that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rim... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero cars, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears the 
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. And welcome back to the middle final segment on a Monday. And uh, I love the streams going crazy talking about all kinds of football stuff. But I saw one on here. Uh, I wanted to get your thoughts. Kel Gotti says, Barrett, your thoughts on the Aussie kid in Minnesota, Daniel Falele. He's an offensive lineman for them for the Gophers. Are you aware of this guy? No, I'm not. Oh, I'm not. So I'll be looking at him. I'm, I got to check it out now. He's six foot nine. What? He's six What's nine. Daniel Falele, I think is how you pronounce it. Uh, he's probably got a little Pacific uh, Pacific Islander. That sounds like uh, one of those you know yeah. Samoan kind of Polynesian, names. yeah, Polynesian dudes. Yeah, mm-hmm. he went to IMG Academy and has okay. now been at um, Minnesota. Six nine three eighty. This guy's like Jordan Malata, number two. Well, now, man, to see that's that's one thing. You can be that big and not be able not being able to move. Mm-hmm. Jordan Malata is a freak of nature. You're right. not gonna see too many guys like him. All Big Ten. This kid was all Big Ten first team this year, for what that's worth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Associated Press, all Big Ten second team, second team. Um, uh, he's gigantic. I need to check that out. Yeah, you need, you need six, to check. Three eighty, six foot nine, six nine, three eighty is what he's wow. listed on the Minnesota uh website so maybe that that could be a little bit of an exaggeration but um, well you know jordan malatas he's um he's polynesian also yeah right you know so i gotta check this out if he's anything like i mean at this point jordan malata is he has to be a pro bowler there's no way around it Mm -hmm. he's got to be one of the top four top three top four tackles in the nfl right now yeah he has shown some things that people didn't think were possible for a guy that big. You know, he's that good right now. Well, that, I mean, Jeff Stoutland's a great coach. And I saw on the stream somebody asked, you know, what does this offensive line do after he leaves? Mm-hmm. Well, let's not talk about that. Well, he's been here. <laughs> he's been here since Chip was here, right? Yes, yes. So, I mean, he's been here in what what now three different regimes, if mm-hmm. you will. And you that's, know, that's so. just how good he is. Yeah. But I mean, wouldn't he be a guy that you know Jeffrey Lurie should maybe give not only just a maybe a combo title to and ever and a raise to keep him? I don't I don't think that he really cares about being anything more than an offensive line coach. Yeah, I, I don't he think he wants to be a coordinator. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying, like you know, I just just a just a way to give him a raise. Yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, 
like a head coach, you know what I mean? He should be an assistant head coach. Right. You know what I'm saying? Most like officer linemen or running backs, they give him the assistant head coach just to throw him a bone, mm-hmm. just throw some more money, extra title, you know, just to show the respect that they uh they have for him. Yeah, now now your your buddy out there in Detroit, uh he could they had one win in a row. They got smoked yesterday in Denver. <laughs> did you did you catch any of that game? I didn't, I didn't. Oh man. <laughs> They got their kneecaps bit off. They huh? did. They did. Well, you know that um, that Denver team has been quietly becoming better, man. Since they got beat up by the Eagles, they've yeah. been they've been doing all right. Teddy's been a, playing okay. They have a pretty good defense. Oh yes, you know. But Chubb's not even back yet. No, I know you're right. Um, you look at the uh, the AFC playoffs, and it's way more depth. Than the NFC. Yeah. I mean, no there's question. some teams like Cincinnati's not in the playoffs right now, and neither is Cleveland. <laughs> you know? That's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. And they and mean, these are these are teams that, you know, I mean, you look at the look at how they have what three eight win teams? Not no, no, they have two nine win teams. Yep. Three eight win three, teams. Not, three nine win teams and two eight win teams. That's ridiculous. Man. New we England, even... Tennessee, and Kansas City won their ninth game yesterday. They they're all at nine and four, and then they got Baltimore, who lost yesterday. They're eight and five. The Chargers won yesterday. They're eight and five, and then the Colts are seven and six. They were idle. They were they were on the bye last uh, last week. But Buffalo's the seventh seed at seven and six, and then Cleveland, Cincinnati, and Denver. Are all at seven and six on the outside looking in. I mean, even Pittsburgh at six, six and one. Where would they be in the NFC with that record? They'd be in the playoffs. <laughs> You're muted. You're muted. They'd be like the 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 what the the sixth or seventh. They'd seed. be the sixth or seventh seed <laughs> yeah, right. with a record of six, six and one. That's what I'm saying. It's crazy. Um, wow. Did you yeah, see all that here. mess that uh, going on with 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 um Urban? Yeah, what is going on? I don't know. I saw I saw some crazy stuff yesterday. Um, did Jake Glazer report something about him, or was that fake news? Let me look that up. Let me look that up. That he said something to his assistant coaches. That was it. Was pretty outrageous. I don't know if it's true because. Uh, you know, I, I don't like to, ever like to put something out unless I know it's from a verified person. Right, right, right. But I, I, it, it was somebody else saying that Jay Glazer said something, and I just don't know if it was true. But apparently, he's really down on his assistant coaches. That's tension boiling over the coach, Urban yeah. Meyer. Yeah, Jaguar players, staff amid 2-10 and ten start. Mm. Yeah. I mean, all, all Trevor Lawrence does is throw interceptions. I mean, he's had a brutal rookie year. And Urban Meyer, ain't he ain't used to losing. In fact, did you see the handshake, if you were even going to call it a handshake, with Vrabel? No, I didn't. Uh, yeah, because he was on his staff, apparently, at Ohio State. Vrabel was part of his staff. Oh. Yeah, so they're like, you know, they've worked together. I mean, wow. it, it was like two ships passing in the night with a, with a, with a handshake. Like it was, <laughs> Urban Meyer looks, always looks miserable. Oh, he does, man. Doesn't he? 
He does, man. His face is always tore up, man. I'm like, yeah, man. he just smile looks, about some, man. Oh my God, he looks like he is so stressed. Even when things were going well at Ohio State, he looked stressed. Oh man, it says. Uh, sources say Myers repeated public comments shifting blame to players and coaches mm. amid their two and ten season. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But he apparently, can't do that, the, the owner's can't do not. That. The owner doesn't want to fire him. Because he said he's been in, he's been in love with him for like two years. Yeah, been trying to get him for two years. Yeah. Now I saw something. Speaking of that F one race, I saw this on ESPN. Remember, I told you there was an accident with like five or six laps to go that changed the whole race, right? Right. This guy Nicholas Latifi is the driver for Williams. Oh. Williams driver Nicholas Latifi apologized and said it was not his intention to play such a major role in deciding the outcome of the championship. His crash on lap 52 of 58 was the spark for the safety car, which changed the whole race. So now can you, can you explain that when they put if is it not every time a car crashes, do they put the safety car out there? Or is it only certain times? It's only when there's um, debris. De- how do you call it? Debris. 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 Yeah, debris. debris. When it's yeah. debris on the on the course, you know, then right. they'll detract. They'll do it then. Right. Uh, most of the time, those accidents happen. They just, you know, and the, the cars just pull off to the safety area and they keep racing, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes. But when I mean, it's kind of messed up because once you have an 11, 11 second lap, man, that's 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 an eternity. That's a lot. You know, you, you can't make those laps up and not even 10 laps. You'll be able to make up 11 seconds. Right. I mean, they're no, going like 170, 180 miles an hour, and they're, exactly, you're down exactly. by 11 seconds. That's a long. That's a long time. So it's hard but, to get, make that time back. But when you when you, that's kind of funny because that's Williams is is, is Mercedes. Okay, well, isn't that what Lewis Hamilton is too? Yes, right? that's what Lewis Hamilton is. Mercedes. Yeah. Uh huh. So <laughs> this looks shady, dude. I'm telling you. Well, see, it, 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 but why would Mercedes do it to a Mercedes car? Though? I don't That's know. Out. I don't know. That is kind of shady, man. Verstappen's boss, Christian Horner, joked to Sky Sports. They're even talking about it, these guys. He goes, after the race, he made sure that he got the Canadian driver a lifetime supply of Red Bull. <laughs> you were joking about that, and it actually happened. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Because Williams is Mercedes, Lewis uh-huh. is Lewis is Mercedes. So if they and you're stopping, you know he's a he's a monster, man. He doesn't care. He he wins by any means necessary. He just right. he is a he is a force, man. What kind you know, of car does he have? Honda. Uh, well, it's it's not Honda. It's, it's actually um, Red Bull is 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 a um I forget, but their, their motors their motor is Honda. Yeah, okay. their motor is Honda. They okay. were with Renault, but now they're with Honda. Okay. And since then, they become a lot faster, a lot, lot faster. Hmm. I forgot what Red Bull's sponsorship car is. I, I know it's a, um, it's a European car. What is, what is it? Um, uh, let me see. Here's a Red Bull team. Uh, Latifi, he's Williams. Uh, yeah, it's just Red Bull. Wait, what else? Ferrari, uh, Ferrari, Pirelli. That's no, the no, tires. No. Yeah, that's, that's the, tire. the tires. Yeah, yeah he's wearing um, a hat. No, it's like um, I think it's the car know. that you know James Bond drives. I forget. Oh, McLaren? Not McLaren. No, James Bond. He doesn't drive. Oh, McLaren. Aston. Uh, Aston Martin. Martin. Aston, yeah, Aston Martin. Martin. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Aston yeah. Monster yeah. sponsor. 
Yeah. But now they're called uh, Red Bull Racing Honda. But I know Austin, Austin Martins is the um, is the car. That yeah, they... that's an expensive English car, I think. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Aston Martin. Beautiful. Yeah, I'm going to have to start. There we go. There we go, Jason watching. Nelson. Yeah, Aston Martin. Now, we were talking with uh, Dave Zangara about these picks, these draft picks. He was right. Right now, the Eagles have 10, 11, and 21. Wow. Yeah, it's a far cry from what it was a couple of weeks ago. Wasn't yes, it? yes. <laughs> we were thinking we were thinking like five, yeah. six. <laughs> the, the top pick that they have is Miami's pick with number 10 because Miami's six and seven also. We got to see, see what they got left on their schedule. Um, shoot. See how many wins they're going to get. Because if the Eagles end up at nine and eight, I mean they're going to be in the middle teens. They're going to be. Well, if you make the playoffs, you're almost down in near twenty, right? Yep. So it would be fourteen teams make the playoffs. So yeah, you're going to be late teens, early twenties, probably. That's not nearly as good as we thought it was. What does Howie do? I think he tries to flip those picks for next year. You think so? Yeah, yeah. He'll yeah. let somebody trade down for a, a, a for next year's pick. Mm-hmm. Somebody's gonna try to jump up at around the ten area to pick up one of these average quarterbacks and use that for next year's pick. Miami has still- the, the Jets next week, so that's a win. Easy win. So they'll be seven and seven. So then, then they'll they get- jump over. They'll jump over us, and they'll go to. Well, no, the the Eagles win though next week, so they'll both be seven and seven. Oh yeah, okay. So they'll yeah. be right next to each other, just like they are now. Mm-hmm. But it'll probably be a little bit further down. Let's see. Then they have New Orleans on the road. They can win that game too. Yeah, this is going to be. This is going to be not nearly as good as we thought. In the Colts, the Colts lose this week to to the Patriots. Um. Yep. So then they'd be seven and seven. All three of us. All three of the picks could be seven and seven by the end of this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about that? That's crazy, man. It is. That is. What are the other game? What's that other game? Is it Cleveland on Saturday? There's two Saturday games this week. So we got a game tonight. We got a game Thursday night, which is the Chiefs and the Chargers. That's going to be pretty good. And then we got some Saturday games, including New England and Indianapolis and Las Vegas and Cleveland. Wow. Not so bad. That's, that's, I mean, Cleveland needs to win. Cleveland is, is, is imploding on the offensive side of the ball. Their defense yeah. is still balling, but their yeah. offense just sucks. Man. Clowney wow. made a big play yes, uh, last night, uh, yep. late in that yep. game with a sack. The quarterback had no idea where he was coming. He right. came around the around the, the uh, right side of the offensive line. The quarterback never saw him. He got hit hard. <laughs> yeah, Clowney just launched himself. That dude's fast, man. He can move. Him and Miles Garrett, that's quite a tandem. Dude, Miles Garrett is Miles a Garrett's a nature. Yeah, he really is. And you know what, man? He's he's like a kid at heart, man. Like he likes dinosaurs and stuff oh, like yeah? that. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. He's a kid at heart, man. 
Jeez. I remember I was interviewing him in, um, when he was in college with, you know, Texas A&M. Him and Hall, you know, those two right. were good, really good. Hall was actually here. They never did give him an opportunity, but Hall could play also. Hmm. But, um, you know, they're talking about him. He's talking about, you know, being a, you know, a guy, what do you call him? Not an anthropologist, but, um, well, whoever likes dinosaurs and all that stuff. Is that you know, a paleontologist? He, paleontologist. Is that what that, it is? That's, that's great knowledge by you, a paleontologist. I just yeah. took a guess. Yeah, it's a paleontologist. Yeah, paleontologist. Yeah. yeah. So, Sounds yeah. like my 10-year-old nephew. Right. That's he's, well, he's all into yeah. dinosaurs. He's the same way. He's, he's the same way, dog. He's the same way, man. Yeah. You know, comic book guy. Uh-huh. All that stuff. Oh, yeah. And then he probably likes your the movies that you like. Oh, those, Marvel. Uh, yeah, Marvel movies. Yeah. But Marvel, I, you know, I can't wait to watch these new Marvel movies coming up, man. And then um, Star Wars movies coming up. What's it called? The Book of uh, Bubba Fett. Can't wait to watch that. Bubba Fett. Yes, he's the uh, he's one of those. Uh, he's a he's a um, Bubba Fett. That's his yes. name. Yes, Bubba Fett, man. Wow, wow. He's a like a hitman, a, a body hunter. He's a bounty hunter. He's a bounty hunter. Bubba Fett. Yeah, the Book of Bubba Fett. Now, where did this guy, did this guy just turn up or was he involved in one of the other movies, the earlier movies? No, Boba Fett was always that dude, man. He was with Jabba the Hutt. He was I never watched hunter. any Star Wars movies. I can't believe that, Harry. I've never seen one of them. Bro, you are missing out on life, man. You think so? Oh, yeah. Boba Fett is also a strain of marijuana. Did you know that? <laughs> I'm serious. In fact, I bet Joey B smoked it. It's in Boulder, Colorado, where they came up with it. Bubba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> Bounty Green, Hunter Weed. Green Dream Cannabis Cultivation. Bubba Fett is an indica dominant hybrid with pre 98 Bubba Kush and Star Dog genetics. Bubba Kush is, is, is world renowned for his weed. Yeah. His, you know, yeah. Yeah. From California. Yeah, he's got his own branding. He got his own. He's got his own like like strain. Bubba, <laughs> dude, this is great. Bubba Fett, named after Boba Fett, the bounty hunter in Star Wars, might be able to sneak by. You know, so it's Boba Fett is the character. I call it Bubba Fett. That's yeah, what but Bubba Fett's the weed. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Now, Bova, he's also the guy that um, all the clones were cloned after. His dad. Okay. His dad. His dad. His dad was. He, he was the. You know, they cloned all the. You know, all the Imperial troops. You know, what I'm saying were cloned okay. after his dad. I see. Yeah, Ash says not Fetty Wap. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Guns 350 says, I need to at least watch The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, you got to watch all of them, man. All of them. And it's well, funny, there's like, man. There's like nine of them now, isn't there? And it all started with episode three, which is actually episode one. Well, they came, they came out of out of order, right? Yeah, because yeah. when they were first, they couldn't do the start the movie out because it really didn't get interesting until the first one. I mean, the third one. The third one, the storyline really started, and that's with Luke Skywalker and you know, and and and, and his sister. Mm -hmm. I can't even tell you. I can't even tell you that, man. 
You got to watch them all first. Jeez. <laughs> well, now I'm going to probably have to get this Disney Plus. Are they on there? Yes, Disney Plus. You'll have it once you go in. In January, you'll have it. Yeah, because I'm getting the PGA Tour Live with the ESPN Plus and then the Hulu. Well, hey, I'm not on Plus this week. I'm on ESPN 2. Oh, okay. Oh, good. Game. That's an, yeah. Now, do you get paid more? No. No? No. <laughs> I barely get paid for what I'm doing now. I don't get paid any more, but I'm on the big channel. I'll get the big truck this time. Yeah. I won't get the minivan. No, not I mean, it's not a minivan, but I won't I won't get the van. It's usually, you know, but my game's on the you know division two, I get the minivan. I mean not it's not a minivan, it's a um it's a um you know, just a little van. Mm-hmm. With this game, I'll get the big truck. You know what I'm saying? Okay. The, the you know, the semi trailer. Yeah, you know, not big trucks. All, all all the bells and whistles will be in there. I'll have more than just five cameras or four cameras. Okay, you know I'll have about six, seven cameras now. I'm big time, man. I'll get replays from different directions. And this is JMU against North Dakota State. Yes, the best game, number two and number three. Yeah, these teams are always in it, man. Yep, JMU. Remember they had they had college game day at JMU. They did. That's right. So I, when I did Lehigh games before I came to the. Uh, to philly when i was mm-hmm. up in the lehigh valley i was doing lehigh and they went to the playoffs i think two of the three years i did it but one of the the years they went and played jmu jmu was and good jmu's were good but the game the game was at lehigh it might have been a regular season game now that i think about it. i don't know if know if that was a playoff game let me see if there's a line on this game <laughs> yeah <laughs> back, yes i'm in adam's exports yeah i'm in the deuce not a deuce right 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 <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> these people are unbelievable. Remember that you said, uh, Jalen. Mm. <laughs> oh, there, there has to be a line, but I can't. I'm not seeing one here. I gotta so. get. I gotta get that before uh, before you leave on Wednesday. You're out Wednesday and Thursday, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna do the game Friday, but you're gonna do the show. From Fargo. Now, will you from be Fargo. at the Fargo Dome for the show, or are you in your hotel? Yes. No, I'll be in. I'll be in, in the hotel. Oh, okay. The the game is not till nine o'clock Eastern time. Yeah, that's TV purposes. Man. So you don't have you don't have a snowball's chance of hell of seeing that game. Who me? Yeah, you'll be. No, sleeping. I'll be out. <laughs> uh, I might I might record you though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll get you uh, tomorrow, and then we'll get you on Friday. And Big Sills will be in Wednesday and Thursday. So we got you covered right here in the middle. All right, man. We'll talk at you tomorrow. Thanks for checking in, uh, chiming in on the stream. Hit that like button and uh, tell a friend. Subscribe. We're we're nearing 10,000 subscribers. I think we just clicked over 9,000. Uh, on the channel, so tell uh, your friends. Let's tell. Let's get this done. Let's get to ten before the end of football season. How about? There we it? go. All right. Talk to. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. 
What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. The glass is for cocktails, right? It's for this, 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 and that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rip... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero carbs, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.